Welcome back to the Trucker CFO Podcast. And thanks for connecting with us again for a Driving Your Dollars edition of the podcast. This time out on Driving Your Dollars, Colton Lawrence, the Trucker CFO, will be addressing some year-end planning considerations as well as the value of financial planning within your business. In the first part of the podcast, Colton will note the importance of keeping and maintaining your proper tax documentation, and then Colton will talk about what's happening with loan rates and the value of understanding the financial metrics of your business. As always, Colton will be talking with Michael Burns, who is the co-founder and general manager of Radio Nemo of North America. Michael, who is the host of Driving Your Dollars, also serves as the chief financial officer for Radio Nemo. Before we take you to our conversation with Michael and Colton, we have a couple of important reminders to pass along. First of all, Driving Your Dollars is broadcast Tuesday morning at 10.30 Eastern Time on the Dave Nemo Show and Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. Also, we'd like to remind you that the Dave Nemo Show can be heard on the same Sirius XM Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time each weekday morning. You can also hear the Dave Nemo Show on demand through the Sirius XM app. Now let's take you to our Driving Your Dollars edition of the Trucker CFO Podcast. I want to start off the show, Colton. We talked a little bit the last time that you were on about what an incredible bargain this is. The old adage of you can do this for a cup of coffee a day. And it's true. You can and less. So I want to put out the number for people to call and get hold of you. They may be back a couple years in their taxes. They may be behind for this. They may have not filed. Or they may have been doing a great job of keeping up on their own, and they just realize it takes up too much of their time. What's the best number for them to give you a call and let you walk through their situation and see how you can help? Yeah, sure. So they can contact us by, one, going to our website, truckercfo.com. Our phone number is 800 533 4230. That's 800-533-4230. I think it's important to note too that individuals don't have to use us for everything. If they're just needing tax preparation, that's great. They can use us for tax preparation. If they've got tax problems, they can use us for tax resolution. If they need just the bookkeeping, that's great. They can use us for the bookkeeping. They can use us for all if they want. So they can kind of pick and choose what they want to use us for. What we want to talk about today is bankruptcies and trucking and tax document challenges. The bankruptcy that we've seen of trucking companies, increasingly common occurrence in the industry, it poses some unique challenges for both you as the tax preparer and also for the drivers, particularly when it comes to documentation and financial records. Yeah, so this is something we're seeing more and more of. Everybody's aware of some of the larger bankruptcies that we've seen with trucking companies, yellow being a big one, obviously. But there are unintended consequences from those bankruptcies that drivers need to be aware of, especially drivers that are perhaps behind in their tax filings. But even for those that are not behind, it can impact them just based on the timing of everything and the way it works with when they file their taxes. So what happens is if you have a company that goes bankrupt, I had an example just yesterday with a client. He's trying trying to get his 2021 and 2022 tax returns filed. So he calls up and start working with him. He happened to be driving with a company out of Montana, been around a long time. He had driven with them for a long time. They go bankrupt. It was a recent bankruptcy. They went bankrupt in November. So we start asking him for his settlement statements. 
And he's like, well, I don't got him. Well, contact the company. Who is it? And he's like, well, can't get a hold of them. Nobody's answering the phone. So we start looking into it. It's like, oh yeah, they've gone bankrupt. There's nobody answering those phones. There's no way you're going to get your settlement statements. He doesn't have his 1099s. The interesting thing about the 1099s or W-2s, if you're a company driver or were a company driver, is that information we can get from the IRS. There's what's called a wage and income statement that we can get from the IRS that documents everything that was reported to them by anybody that they worked for. But this other stuff, very important stuff that these companies have information about you or about your business on, nobody else has that. And Mm -hmm. so if you don't have it and the company can't get it to you, you're in a world of hurt. Yeah. Well, especially where a company went bankrupt in November, it's a good possibility they walked away. November is not the deadline for filing the 1099 for the past year. And if they're going into bankruptcy and the company's dissolving, they just may not even have that information available if you can get hold of somebody. Yeah. Again, depending on the timing, they may or may not be able to get it to you. Usually they're going to still file the 1099s or W-2s for the current year. But again, for contractors, if you don't have that settlement statements or all of them, some companies have year-to-date information on their settlements. Others don't. So sometimes you need every single settlement. Other times you just need the most recent one to get us that information. But let's say you're there the whole year. You've got gross income reported on your 1099 of, say, $225,000. You've got fuel expense, insurance expense. You get all these expenses that are deducted from that settlement and you don't have a record of it, that's a lot of expense that is potentially going to get missed without being able to get proper documentation. So we can talk a little bit about what we can do to remedy that. And there are some things, but the best thing is to make sure you've got your records before this ever happens. Make sure you're staying on top of it. So for folks out there that may be thinking about possibly being in this situation, they need to get on it right now. Download those settlement statements. Keep a record of it yourself. Make sure you've got the emails if they've emailed it to you. If there's a portal that you go to to download this stuff, make sure you're logging in. It may not always be there. So make sure you've got it for yourself. Yeah. As our good friend Arlo Guthrie said, you may know somebody in this situation or you may be in this situation. And this is a deep, dark closet that you do not want to wander in by yourself. That's right. Luckily, there are some things we can do. They're not going to be as accurate as having your settlement statements, but there are some things we can do to kind of back into some of the expenses. There is Supreme Court precedence that says the IRS has to allow certain types of expenses based on the industry that you're in, using some industry averages and whatnot. In the event of an audit, we can petition the IRS to allow certain expenses. But all of this stuff, if this happens to you, What does it do? It creates more expense. It's more expensive for us to provide that service or any other CPA or accounting or tax preparer. It's more expensive for them to do that for you and they're going to charge. They're Mm -hmm. not going to charge you the same amount as somebody that just comes in and says, hey, here's my end of year settlement statement. It's got all my year to date numbers. Here you go. Makes it pretty slick. But if we're working to basically recreate this stuff, it gets more expensive. So can be done and we want to get it done and get it done as accurately as possible possible for you, but avoid that situation at all costs if you can. Sure. And as you said, the first thing you can do is maintain your personal financial records. Keep them up to date using some digital tools for record keeping is another suggestion. You want to talk about that for a minute? 
Yes. Yeah, so it's always important to keep electronic records of this stuff. You need to have originals when it comes to receipts. The IRS will ask for that, but it's always important to digitize those copies of receipts or settlement statements in case things happen. I mean, we've had numerous clients where they've been in accidents or their trucks burned down. If you've got all your records in that truck, again, you're in the same situation where you're having to recreate things. So keep digital copies, keep them out in the cloud. There's lots of different cloud solutions from Microsoft 365 to Dropbox. There's all kinds of different ways you can do it. Even keep it on a hard drive that you keep in a safe somewhere, a fireproof safe. So we have within our services, if you're using us for bookkeeping, we are digitizing those receipts that you send to us. In fact, they're usually sent to us in a digitized form, right? Through email or something. And then we keep a record of all those. So we don't just discard the digital copy. We keep those digital copies and they're all stored through our client access portal. You can always have access to that. Originals, if they're sent to us, we will send back. So it is built into our service and it works pretty slick for folks. But if you're not using us, make sure you're doing something on your own. Yeah. And maybe we can do something in the near future. We have gone in a large part to a paperless society when it comes to record keeping and so forth. Very often our transactions are on a credit card website or on a something else website or purchase website. Talk a little bit about the validity of those receipts printed out as a PDF form and so forth as far as the IRS is concerned. So the IRS does require the original copy. So let's say it's a receipt from the pump. You're somebody who doesn't use a fuel discount program and you're actually paying the pump price. So this is a good example. You get that receipt from the pump. It's usually on that heat-sensitive kind of receipt tape that you get, and you throw that receipt into your filing system. Three years later, the IRS audits you, and they're like, hey, let's see your record. You pull (laughs) that receipt out, and that once pretty clear receipt, there's nothing on it, right? It's faded, so it is important. The IRS still wants to see it, even if it's faded. You can show it to them, say, hey, here's my receipt. You can't read it, but guess what? I've got a digital copy. Here you go. Here's the digital copy from when I received that receipt. So the IRS they'll take the copy of that in the event that you've still got the original. I think you just sold about 250 of those electronic receipt keepers. I hope they reimburse you for that effort because there really is no substitute. Let's take a quick break here. Colton Lawrence here, your trucker CFO. The IRS is back and they have hired thousands of new revenue officers charged with one job to contact you about your unpaid taxes. If you owe the IRS money or have unfiled returns, it's not a matter of if they're going to contact you, but when. Start the resolution process today by calling 888-235-4772. That's 888-235-4772. Or visit us on the web at truckercfo.com. You are back to driving your dollars. And I just wrap up that whole last segment. We hate to see bankruptcies. They're a huge disruption in the smooth flow of things for the freight industry, for everybody, but for the driver, it affects them. And many times, if you're not requesting your financial statements periodically and keeping them current, and if you're not staying informed about your company's, your employer's financial health, you certainly need to participate in that and be aware of that because it can certainly cause you personally a lot of issues. You don't want to get caught on the day that everybody else finds out, right? Most people are caught by surprise. Unfortunately, that's just part of the way it works. But usually there are some kinds of rumblings. People have not been paid. So it's just different things that are kind of showing the telltale signs that a company is in real trouble and might end up filing for bankruptcy. So just keep your ear to the ground on some of those things. There are a lot of trucking companies right now that are struggling. 
So they've got to make sure they're not the ones that get caught in these situations that can end up causing them a lot of problems. Yeah, and it helps also to look at the industry that you're in and so forth, the industry that you service. I know the industry that the trucking company I worked for at one point was pretty much arm-in-arm with one industry. And if the water heater industry went downhill, our trucking company had a problem. So take a long view of it and look at what your relationships are. Are the relationships varied? Are they out there so that they can sustain a weak part or a fire? That's all it takes is a fire in your main manufacturer's facility to put a trucking company on their ear. Yeah. Just make sure you understand that if you think the only impact to you is going to be that you just have to go find another job or another opportunity to contract somewhere, that's not the case. There are other implications and you can minimize those impacts by staying on top of things. Absolutely. Well, let's get to some good news because we do have some good news this week. One of our partners in this industry, we talk about partners in this industry all the time, BMO Transportation Finance has put out news reports insights. And I can't think of a better person that I'd like to sit down and go through these with than you. Yeah. So we say good news. It's a silver lining Mm -hmm. in and of itself. This is not good news. But if you think back to conversations we've had over the last couple months, when I've come on the air, we've talked about some of the things that need to happen within the industry in order for things to get better. We've talked about the fact that rates are down because there's an oversupply of capacity, that freight volumes are not necessarily down significantly. They're down significantly compared to the peaks of COVID, but that shouldn't be our baseline. That was an anomaly. Our baseline is more along the lines of 18 and 19. And freight volumes are staying relatively in line and even up a bit from those volumes. So what we're waiting to see is an adjustment to capacity. And once that happens, then we'll start to see rates come back up. So this Although it's difficult to hear, and it means that there are people out there that are going through some hard times, it means that we're getting closer to seeing that reduction of freight capacity. And so what we're talking about is BMO, they put out a report that shows that there was a significant rise in the number of impaired loans that they are servicing. So what that means, if a loan is impaired, it means that they as a bank have increased the likelihood that they will not collect the full amount of that loan in terms of interest and principle. They measure these. It's a sign of the, one, the strength of the bank. It's a sign of the strength of the overall credit markets. There's a whole lot of stuff that goes into understanding what these numbers mean. So yeah, let's talk more about it. Yeah. And we went through a period not too long ago that we all remember. Unfortunately, we saw a building of savings. We saw people getting themselves debt-free and so forth. And now we're looking at a turnaround where that ratio has gone back up again. It's created a tightening of the credit market. Yeah. So when COVID hit, one of the reasons we have an oversupply of capacity is when those rates were just through the roof and people were making a ton of money, a lot of people went out and got loans. Interest rates were really low, so money was cheap. The prices of trucks were a lot higher, especially on the used market. You pretty much couldn't find new trucks. So folks went out and in many cases, they got loans from places like BMO and other locations. So what's happening is those rates are down. People got these expensive pieces of equipment, trucks, trailers, all kinds of things. They are not able to afford those payments anymore because in many cases, the loads they're driving don't even cover the servicing of that debt. We talked about this a few weeks ago where credit card debt is on the increase. People are running out of credit there. When the last financial crisis hit, what happened? A lot of people got out of that debt. Maybe it was through bankruptcy. Maybe they just paid it off, but they kind of learned their lesson. Stay away from that credit card debt. Well, we forget quickly as human beings (laughs) some of the lessons of the past. 
So there's a lot more debt. And so it's not just the debt associated with assets. A lot of times that's good debt to have, right? You're using mm -hmm. it to make money. Understanding good debt and bad debts, but understanding overall the credit markets and what this means. What it means is interest rates are higher. The banks are less likely to lend to you at rates that are what I would consider something you want to take. In my opinion, you should wait things out, wait for rates to come back down. I think they will start coming down throughout this next year leading up to the election. A lot of politics involved in that, but we won't get into that side of it. Rates, I think, are going to come down, so you might want to wait a little bit. If you are one of the ones that are in a situation where maybe you're going to default on your note, you need to start looking at cutting other expenses. Do what you can to survive because others won't. And as more and more go out of business, those rates are going to come back up and things will start to get a little bit brighter. That's the silver lining. Okay. I've got a palm on my hand that's about that big, okay? It's about the same size as yours if you look at it. And if I'm going to write the top three or four suggestions on here so that I see them every day, all day long, let's talk about financial planning and cash flow management and so forth. The items that really are going to make a difference as we go down and try to mitigate this impact. Yeah. So a lot of drivers, they know their trucks inside and out. I call them the operational metrics. They understand the maintenance of the truck, their fuel mileage. They understand all of that stuff, mm -hmm. but fewer of them understand the financial metrics and understand their financial situation and can talk about that side of things very well. That's where somebody like Trucker CFO comes in. We're going to be able to help with those financial metrics, make sure you're translating the operations into financial speak, because at the end of the day, that's what matters. It's not just about knowing that you made money. It's knowing how much money you made. How much are you saving? What can you do to grow if that's your goal? Those are all things that you need to consider. And the way you do that is by having proper record keeping in place, that you have your financial statements in place, that your tax filings are up to date, that your tax liabilities are as small as possible. If you've got back tax issues, you're getting that taken care of. Don't ignore this stuff. It's important to stay on top of it. Yeah. And if you're under stress anyway, go back through your expenses because you may be paying for some stuff you actually don't even know you're paying for. Please keep track of those. And I want to thank you so much for being with me again. Colton Lawrence, he has been here today and been a good friend as always. He is the president and CEO of Trucker CFO. And we're here with Driving Your Dollars. Colton, thank you again. Thanks. Everybody have a good day. That closes out our Driving Your Dollars edition of the Trucker CFO Podcast. Driving Your Dollars is being developed in collaboration with Radio Nemo of North America and the Dave Nemo Show. For those of you who listen to Sirius XM, remember the Dave Nemo Show can be heard each weekday morning from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. You can also hear the Dave Nemo Show on demand through the SiriusXM app. If you'd like to learn more about all the shows and offerings available from Radio Nemo, visit RadioNemo.com. That web address is again, RadioNemo.com. Once again, the Trucker CFO team would like to thank the staff and management of both Radio Nemo Productions and SiriusXM's Road Dog Trucking Radio for making Driving Your Dollars available to share with our listeners through the Trucker CFO Podcast. Now before we close out this edition of the podcast, here's a friend to tell you more about the offerings that are available from the Trucker CFO team. Do you have a team of tax, accounting, and business advisory professionals who understand the complexities of the trucking industry? 
There are a number of ways you can connect with the Trucker CFO team. You can visit the company's website at truckercfo.com. That's truckercfo.com. From the homepage, you can fill out the contact us form, which will send an email to a Trucker CFO representative. Also, through the truckercfo.com website, you can connect to the company through the Find a Time to Talk button to set up an appointment, or you can use the chat feature. If you would rather email the Trucker CFO team directly, you can reach out to the company through the following address, info at truckercfo.com. That's info at truckercfo.com. You can also call the Trucker CFO team toll-free at 1-800-533-4230 and hit option 2 for sales. That toll-free number again is 1-800-533-4230 and choose option 2. The Trucker CFO Podcast is produced by Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo in collaboration with the team at Trucker CFO. Thanks again for joining us on the Trucker CFO Podcast. Just as a reminder, you can find and subscribe to our podcast through all major podcast platforms. If you do become a subscriber, we'd like to ask you to take a moment to rate the Trucker CFO Podcast. As always, Colton Lawrence and the entire Trucker CFO team wish you the best for continued safe travels and good health as you work to keep the American economy on the move. <laughs>